What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hello, 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 welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. It's Thursday, which means our dear friend Mark Lupo joins us. Hey, Lupi, are you there? Hey, Rob. Hey, Lupi. We have a ton of gossip today. I'm not sure where we're going to fit it into 20 minutes. We will. We're really good mm-hmm. at this. But we've got to jump right in, Mark. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. Tea time. Thank you, darlings. So Bob Sackett's family has filed a lawsuit to block the release of records from his death investigation. A Florida judge just yesterday granted this temporary injunction to block the release of photographs, records, or anything involving the investigation of his death. So the family filed the lawsuit because they wanted nothing, nothing else released to the public. The family put out their own statement They said in the statement that he banged his head, went to sleep, and didn't wake up. Then the autopsy came out, Mark, and it was shocking. The Mm -hmm. details in this autopsy were really shocking. Multiple fractures, blood, internal bleeding. One, One doctor said that this actually looked as if it was a baseball bat that had hit him or somebody had fell 20 to 30 feet. Sanjay Gupta, my favourite doctor, let's be clear, he said that if he had read the autopsy report, he would have thought this person might have been in a car accident and not been wearing a seatbelt. So the family statement 
and then the autopsy, and now the fact the family is blocking the release of any more information. This feels really suspicious. Yeah, it does, Rob. And I think last week when I was on, we were talking about how there's a lot of questions we have about this. And as a reporter, I know that when you reach out to the authorities for medical records, they typically won't release some of its natural causes. But since this is very suspicious, I think there might be cause for them to release because there is um, that interest from the public. I will say, however, if the family is successful in blocking the records, you can leave it to the cast to kind of release the details. You know, like Candace Cameron's very chatty. She was on all the morning shows sharing all the texts from Bob. Like, we'll eventually find out what really happened. It comes out. It's quite difficult, isn't it? Because part of me here is very much, very fiercely wanting to protect the privacy of his family. But at the, but at the same time, too, I'm a big believer in transparency. Mm-hmm. And I think some people are saying, is this like Kobe Bryant? When he passed, the police took pictures and they leaked them. And mm-hmm. she sued the police department over mm-hmm. that. I don't think that is the case here. I'm not looking for gaudy pictures. I don't want to see pictures of Bob dead. I don't want that released. But what I do want is to know what happened. And I think that at the moment, we probably have more questions than we do answers. His family are saying that they will suffer irreparable harm in the form of mental pain, anguish and emotional distress if the documents are released. This is going to not go away, Mark. Eventually these documents will come out. Also too, let's remember, he passed away in a really fancy hotel. It was the Mm Ritz-Carlton in Florida. If you've ever been in one of those hotels, you know there are cameras everywhere in the cheap hotels i stay in there's no cameras (laughs) but if you stay in a ritz carlton every floor has a camera they don't have cameras in the rooms that would be an invasion of privacy but what they do have is the key to the room is electronic so they have a database every time that door is opened let's be honest here if they know what you're taking out of your minibar they know they have the technology to know who's coming in and out of the room or at least know when that door is opened and closed so now that electronic key is going to prove did anybody enter did anybody leave there's a camera on this floor on every floor of the hotel there's a camera in the lobby there's a camera in the in the parking lot so this is going to come out and it brings us to our poll question of the day bob's family has filed a lawsuit to block the records from his death investigation. Does this make sense? Or is something mm. off? Is something mm. off? Or mm. does this make perfect sense? Hey, go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Noise Rob, a Facebook page which is Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. What are you working on, Loopy? Let's talk about Ariana Grande and Kanye West. Mm. Okay, so Ariana got. So Ariana Grande's brother, Frankie Grande, has addressed a rumor involving his sister that was recently shared by Kanye. So let me break the story down for you. So Kanye suggested that Pete Davidson had sent intimate photos with Ariana to Mac Miller. So of the rumor, Frankie said, I've never heard of anything like that in my life, but Kanye does love to stir the pot. So nothing that he says ever surprises me at all. I wish nothing but the best to him, to his family, to Pete, and to everyone involved. Now, Rob, we know Pete is currently linked to Kim Kardashian, who was previously engaged to Ariana. And of course, Ariana and the late Mac Miller, meanwhile, were in a very well-publicized relationship that lasted about two years. What do you think about this? Well, first of all, Frankie. 
he's a chatty catty. I mean, he yes, loves yes, a chatty yes. catty. Do you uh-huh. think she's mad with him? Because part of me is like, Frankie, if you hadn't spoken about this, I probably wouldn't have known this story. This story was not top of my radar. Now it is because of chatty catty Frankie. What do you think? Well, I will say that I've interviewed him a few times in the past, and it's always like, no Ariana questions. But then when you get to talk to him, it's all we talk about is Ariana. So part of me feels like maybe he's like her secret mouthpiece, like she tells him what to say and he just says it. But I mean, why else do we talk to him? It's because of his sister. Well, yeah. she, would, she would sort of push him aside. Like, we see this in families. When they get a little bit too chatty-catty like Madonna's brother, she got rid of him. And yeah. so the fact that she's still very close with, with Frankie tells you maybe he is her an official spokesperson. <laughs> but it is curious, isn't it? I remember once I had dinner with Madonna's brother, Christopher, and he walked into the restaurant, and before his bottom hit the seat mark, he said, no questions about Madonna. And I was like, uh, <laughs> why do you think we're here? I mean, really? Like, really? Why Come am on. I s- yeah. And so I was like, oh, so I ordered a vodka soda. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'll make it short. One mm-hmm. quick drink, no dinner. We'll just mm-hmm. turn this dinner into drinks. Mm-hmm. It'll be quick. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes, I'll be out. Within 10 minutes, Mark, guess who he started talking about? Madonna. Constantly. <laughs> That's all. Because that was his major subject topic in life. And so if you play along, that's like, oh, great. I don't want to talk about her either. That's what I said. (laughs) And I knew he'd turn around. I know, Frankie, you are so naughty. I love this story. So Stevie Nicks gave Katy Perry some advice. And the advice was, don't have rivals. So Stevie Nicks, legendary Stevie Nicks, bumped into Katy Perry in a hotel in London back in 2012. So it took Stevie a decade to tell this story. She's not a chatty catty like her no. Frankie Grande. No, Mm-mm. not a chatty catty at all. Mm-hmm. And she said she bumped into her. And Katy Perry was like, hi, Stevie, who are your rivals? Which is a very strange question to ask somebody you bump into in the the lobby. However, Stevie said, I don't have rivals. I don't have them. The subject then turned to Taylor Swift because of the legendary drama between Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. And Stevie gave her great advice. And she said, just don't do it. It's ridiculous. You are who you are. They are who they are. There is room for everybody. I'm a big believer in this. I'm not the jealous type. I know people find that hard to believe. But I think that we all have our own lane that we swim in. And there are people that occasionally that get a little bit into my water that I Mm -hmm. notice. But I don't Mm -hmm. think I'm really the Mm -hmm. jealous type. What about you, Mark? No, I'm not really a jealous type either. And I will say, if I feel those feelings of jealousy, it just means that I want something that I don't have and I have to work harder to get that. Absolutely. The one that used to drive me crazy was Andy Cohen. And Mm -hmm. I realized I wasn't jealous of him. It was a lighthouse. It was a signal showing me that what he has... I want. And then yeah. you know what? I got what he had. I got my own show. I do go for drinks with housewives. I don't want it. Like, it's not my life. I like this life. And yeah. so be careful what you wish for, too. Because when you see people, it doesn't have to be famous. There's probably somebody in your office that drives you crazy. Look around today and think, who makes me jealous? And when you identify that feeling, don't be jealous of that person. Think, I want what they have. That's why you're mm. jealous. And try mm-hmm. and figure out a way to get it. Great advice. Stevie Nicks, I love a legendary singer <laughs> on the show. We don't really do the old timers like that. No. So I love, love, love this story. We should add, too, that eventually Katy Perry and Taylor Swift did fix their problems. They, they made oh. up. And I'm glad about it, too. I know yeah. that drama was so silly. What's going on with 50 Cent? 
Oh, this is so good. So 50 Cent is reacting to being body shamed after his Super Bowl performance. Oh. Well, well, so after his halftime performance, which, of course, featured 50 recreating the the iconic upside-down intro from his 2000 song, In the Club. In the Club. In the Club. The internet, of course, Rob, was unforgiving. Vicious. 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 So I decided to round up a few tweets for you, as I do. Go on. Okay, so one tweeter said... 50 Cent looks like he was hit by inflation. Very funny, but short. <laughs> I mean, it is a funny joke. I give you it that. It is. Funny... <laughs> oh, There's one other one I have to say. Mm. 50 Cent looking like a whole dollar bill. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, oh. it is. The reason we can laugh at this is that he's laughing too. So we don't, we're careful. On, yeah. We don't yeah. shame people on this show. No. But the reason we're doing this story is that he gets the last laugh. What's he, he have does. to say about all this? Exactly. So he didn't take the comments lying down. He wrote on Instagram, who the F did this alongside a meme where he had been replaced by Bizarre from the group D12. Uh, Rob, so listen, I think I think Turnabout is a fair play. He was in a body shaming scandal just a few months ago when he posted yeah. um, some really mean pictures of, of uh, Madonna. And That's he right. they were ageist and, and body shaming. And then he later apologized. Karma, karma. Although today he's now using this opportunity, all this attention to sell merchandise. So if you uh, want to get a G-unit <laughs> streetwear, which I think is a tank top, then you can purchase one too. He's also to sidestepping the shame. And he has reposted somebody who begged Dr. Dre, Mary, Snoop, Eminem and 50 to go on tour together. I think after that performance, they could all team up and go on tour. So he's mm. probably going to get the last laugh here, Mark, I'm going to get you one of those T-shirts. Ooh, you're looking <laughs> yes. Did you understand the reference of him hanging upside down? I did not, I'm afraid to admit. I did remember the video, yeah. I did. I did, I did recognize it. God bless him. Okay, Sarah Jessica Parker has finally explained why it took so long to call 911 in Sex and the City Reboot. Sex and the City Reboot. So, Sarah was doing Watch What Happens Live and Andy asked her about this moment. I hope we're not doing any spoilers here, but I think at this point, we all know Mr. Big passed away. Even if you Mm -hmm. haven't seen the show, it's been all over the press. And Mm -hmm. so when he died, instead of calling 911 or while he was dying, he was in the shower. Sarah rushes in, or Carrie Bradshaw rushes in. I get those two confused. They feel like the same person, don't they? So she rushed in, and instead of calling 911 immediately, she ran over and hugged him and kissed him and had a really beautiful moment and she said that is the moment when everything stops and everything collapsed time collapsed and it was a moment when you just needed to be with your partner or your husband or your wife and she said in her head she struggled through the moment and tried to get him to be responsive and then she came to her senses but it took her two or three seconds everybody ignore Sarah Jessica Parker if you see somebody in distress (laughs) Call 911. Mark, you yes. love me. But if you run in and you see me in distress, call 911. I don't want you sitting next to me whispering sweet things in my ear, Mark, until you call 911. No, I'm calling 911 right away. Horrible. Call 911. I do get, cinematically, they wanted that beautiful moment. Like, they didn't want Mr. Big's uh. very last moments to be sirens. Wah, 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 wah. Or uh. paramedics come, I know, I know, I know. But... It was an odd moment. It was odd. Like if, I, if you'd been in the script room, if you'd been at the table read, would have you said, would you raised your hands and said, I think we've got a problem here, guys. Shouldn't she call 911? 
I would. Like, this is a scene straight out of The Young and the Restless. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is daytime TV at its best. It's daytime TV. And that's maybe the reason we love Sex and the City so much. It is just so proper, so proper, so proper. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter with our dear friend Mark Looper. Hey, Leapy, let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> you can really roll your arms. I really can. I really when can. did you know you could do that? Were you little? When I was uh, learning Spanish. Espanol. Donde está el arrobato? Donde está el arrobato? Oh, it sounds so sexy. <laughs> if I didn't know you, I'd find that very sexy. Which is sort of not a compliment. Title, if you get what I mean. Okay, Prince Andrew settles settles his sexual abuse lawsuit with Virginia Jufrey. Should he have settled? What do you think about this? Seventy-three percent said yes. Oh, part of me wants justice here. I think when he settled this, we all now think he did it. Part mm-hmm. of me wanted a trial. I, I'm a big fan in injustice, but also, too, this was Virginia's decision. She's been through a lot here. I'm not going to tell her what to do. Hopefully, she got life-changing money for this. Yeah, you know, I was my mouth was watering when he decided he wanted to go to he wanted to go to tra- trial. But you know, I would say in the court of public opinion, this is over, over, over. Exactly. He's never going to be heard from again. He's never going to be heard from again. A friend yeah. of mine inside the palace. Can you believe I can actually say that? I know people who work in Buckingham Palace. It's crazy. So a friend of mine inside the palace said the family really pushed him to settle it, and their yeah. biggest nightmare, their biggest nightmare, was when he was on the stand. They could get her to describe his penis. Oh, can you imagine what it looks like? Ew. And the royals don't want that described. No, Mm -mm, the queen doesn't mm. want to hear about that. I mean, I do. Oh, you're terrible. (laughs) Hey, don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. My favourite part of the show, uh, and nicest of the day. Oh, (laughs) it's one of our favourites. It's Prince William. We love him. We love him. We love him. So this is a very sweet reason why he surprised Kate with a huge box of 50 roses on Valentine's Day. Oh, I like this. I know. Our friends at Us Weekly said that he wrote a handwritten letter, very romantic, in the card, praising her for being such a wonderful wife and mother. Uh, Rob, I will say this came at the right time. The family's been through a lot this year, and they needed extra love. What do you think? Yeah, I like this. I mean... 50 is a lot of roses. That's very expensive. But I do like that he does what we do. It's quite traditional, isn't it? Chocolates or roses. I like mm. that. I mean, I'm not going to buy you 50, but I might give you, two, you know, a couple. <laughs> but I think I like the normality of that. And I like that these two are the real deal. They love each other. They have figured this out. And they might be the future king and queen, but they're still real people with children and feelings. I don't know, Mark. I, I just think these two are just delightful. What did you do for Valentine's Day, Mark? I ordered a large pizza and watched Love is Blind. <laughs> oh, 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 it was nice. Oh, yes, it, was, it was really actually, nice. Thinking about it, it sounds ideal. It it sounds like great. a throwing a bottle of wine. It sounds like the mm. perfect evening up at the Lupo. Was I loved mine. it. <laughs> Mark, and that's the problem. Or maybe that's, that's not the problem. the problem. Maybe that's the whole reason. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's do our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, 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 naughty. So Chris Cuomo was fired after sexual assault 
allegations surfaced in a new bombshell, and it is a bombshell, reported in the New York Times. They claim that Chris was suspended after being involved with his brother's campaign, unethical interactions with his brother, the governor. However, the reason he was fired was because CNN received a letter from a lawyer claiming that her client had been assaulted by Chris when he worked for ABC News. The New York Times is saying this is what sealed his fate. A spokesperson for Chris denies all these accusations. My goodness, there might be more people that come forward here, Mark. If you're going to do it once, you've probably done it twice. Well, listen, he wanted to sue the company he worked for. He was pushing hard. And this is what happens. They reveal all the details of why you were fired. And so, Rob, I agree. I think there might be more to come on the story. Yeah, there might be more to come on the story. Hey, uh, let's end with a happy moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. 20 years from now, uh, you will be disappointed by the things you didn't do uh, rather than the things you did do. Remember that. It's so easy to say no. It's so easy not to do something. Mm. You're not going to regret what you did in life. You're going to regret what you didn't. If an opportunity comes along, grab it. You can do it. Figure out a way. It's easy to say no. Do you ever fall into that trap mark where it's just so much easier just to say no? Well, two years ago around this time, you came calling about a podcast, and I was a little nervous to do it. <laughs> We're a little nervous. But here we are two years later having a lot of fun laughing every week, and I'm so glad I did it. <laughs> I'm so glad. We're all so glad you did it, too. I wasn't sure of you at first. I knew that if I could get you to be the mark that I had drinks with at Bottino's, this would be really, really fun. But it is a learning curve and it's trying something new. And it's not the first time, it's the second time. You've got to keep trying because you will mm -hmm. get comfortable at it. Think of all the things you've already accomplished. Think back and my goodness, I even remember that first day at school when I was nervous and I couldn't find the bathroom. And then a couple of years later, I loved going to school. I yeah. remember when I first started being a publicist. I didn't know what a publicist did. Flash forward three years, I was great at it. It must have been a learning curve for you, Mark, getting into TV when you started as an intern all those years back, and mm -hmm. now you're a wizard at it. Yeah, it's it's really it's something really to marvel at and to really appreciate the journey. And, and it's not about being perfect. It's about going back and doing it every time and, and not giving up on yourself. That's all it is about. You can do it, my friends. Hey, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Naughty But Nice with Rob and Mark Show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen and leave us a review. I'm giggling at my own voice. Occasionally, <laughs> I even realise how ridiculous I sound. Even I do. Remember, all together now, <laughs> if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. <laughs> it's Naughty But Nice with... 